0: Key Biscayne Stories collects the history of our beautiful island. This is your host Alejandro Cervali, and I am a certified Key Rat for many, many years and counting. Join me and you will get to know your neighbors and their love for this slice of paradise we call home. So stay tuned, relax, and enjoy these great Key Biscayne Stories. Hey, key Rats. Welcome to another episode of Kiwi Scane Stories. Today we have Andres Abello. A Did I say that right? Abello.
1: He yeah, is perfect. a
0: <laughs> Thanks. This is <laughs> he's a Kiwi Skein resident for his entire life, 31 years. And he's the co-founder of Paddle, which we get to see. For those that are watching, they can see the paddle on the back and the hat, of course. And uh, very popular, very, very popular in the key. And I look forward to hear the story. So, Andres, welcome on the show. Thank you for joining us.
1: No, thank you so much, Alejandro. I really appreciate it. I, I've heard a couple episodes already, so I couldn't be happier to be featured here. Uh, like I've told you before in our previous conversations, I mean, anything key related I'm happy to be a part of. So, uh, excited for you having us on here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, let's get your Cubans case story. So, you were born, you said you were born in Baptist. You came down here. This is pre-podcast. He told me this. <laughs> um <laughs> so 31 years that's a long time
1: yeah so i mean i was born and raised here in keep and uh i grew up with both of my co-founders in the company we, we were the three best friends i mean we were fishing diving anything around the island we knew every lobster hole that there was and uh, still to this day, we keep a couple of secret ones. But coming around lobster season, is something you gotta keep as a prized treasure.
0: <laughs> we just had a little mini season, right? A little mini one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We had the mini lobster season, and we have the season, the, the main season opening up now. That's
0: awesome. I had my friend, my friend Corey Blanco.
1: He uh, he and his buddies went out
0: uh, to catch some lobster, and they caught like twelve lobsters each, which is the max, right? Twelve. Yeah. And then there were there was a handful of them. So in total, I think it was like 60 lobsters. So oh my God, that was that's quite, quite the operation. And they started right at 12 at, 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 at midnight when it yeah. starts. They went with the flashlights. I don't know if that's something that you do, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we've actually started doing that on paddle boards in the recent years. And it's been awesome because you can get into the grass flat and we just put a couple lights under the boards and we can spot them out crawling over the flat. That's another great, great use of this equipment back here.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us tell us a little well, let's normally I, talk, I ask my guests about Kiwi skein closer to the end, but since you've been in the key for so long, what is your favorite part of the Kiwi skein, would you say?
1: Uh, I love that it's surrounded by water. I mean, like I said, growing up here, uh, we had inflatable dinghies. that uh, we would zip around the island far before we had cars, so I mean, everything we did was water related. Um, it's it, it, there's no better place to be. I mean, what I tell anybody that, that's looking towards Kauai, Kauai is a potential place to live or anything. I now have two kids, so there's, uh, there's no better place to be. But by the time you're 10 years old, you're walking around the island by yourself. You're able to explore. You're able to do things with friends, family that you really can't do anywhere else. It's just uh, the best place in my eyes. And how would you
0: describe for me um, a perfect weekend? And keep you for you.
1: The perfect weekend is getting out on the boat one day and getting onto the beach the next day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, getting getting on the boat is definitely nice. And when you get out there, and the and the water is blue as it can be, is amazing.
1: Yeah, no, and I mean, even you look at this past weekend, we had days where you, you could have been in the Bahamas and you wouldn't have any different water clarity. It was a perfect weekend.
0: Cool 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 so let's dive into paddle a little bit let's get that story how so how did it all start first
1: first yeah. what is paddle for those that don't definitely know. so paddle paddle is a self-service paddleboard rental platform we we have 11 different stations currently around florida yeah uh we're opening up another 11 this month and expanding out to north carolina and virginia but Key stain is where it all began um we actually built out our first station uh in one of our backyards and uh, my partner, Khalil Corey, being an amazing engineer, his background in robotics, so really he knows all the hardware and software components. Uh, we were able to put together a prototype, and uh, once we we got everything working and everything worked out well, we we kicked off a pilot here with the city. Um, and that really just opened it up. So, I mean, uh, really our goal is just to create accessibility on the water. For a lot of people that live in apartments and don't have a waterfront house, having a kayak or a paddleboard is almost a nuisance. You have to put it on your car, you have to take it. You have an inflatable, it's going to take you 30 minutes to inflate it, another 30 minutes to deflate it, clean it. So what we wanted to do is provide, um, provide a station very similar to City Bike or Lime, where you can quickly show up, unlock the board, use it. We have all the safety equipment provided and, and a couple of infographics on how to use the board, how to paddle. Um, really make it a fun environment and a fun experience for everybody that takes bikes. Uh, we have our location here in the beach park, and it's been unbelievable. I mean, I can't tell you enough as a startup what we've learned out of this location from our hometown. Um, it, it's really positioned us for the future.
0: I am very happy that Key Biscayne adopted your project. Which, was it? Would you? Was it a difficult process? Was were they easy to adopt? Your, your... Um,
1: it was a learning process. None of us had ever had experience in in dealing with municipalities. And, Obviously, uh, being local here, um, people are very friendly. People really want to adopt the local business and bring it into the island. Um, Being started, being founded in Key Kane, and also continue on its trajectory. But um, it was definitely a learning process. We learned a lot between just uh, what the legal navigation is, what the municipal navigation is that we've been able to replicate and now expand into other municipalities as well.
0: Was it easy to work with Kane? Did they adopt your project right away? Was, or did you have to no, convince I mean, them a little bit?
1: It, it's not so much convincing. It's just showing that what you're doing is not, it, it's not a backyard project, but it's a true company that you have the systems in place to really make sure that it's a, a good, safe operation, make sure that you have the team in place to make sure it's a good operation. Um, and and we learned a lot about building our business based on these requirements that Kane had in place which are very similar to the requirements that the city of Miami or Miami-Dade County, uh, state of Florida, basically all the other municipalities really have to ensure that you have a, a fair, safe um, operation and new concession coming out into the market.
0: And what um, what was the inspiration behind it? What led to the creation of Paddle?
1: Definitely. So it was uh, one of the pain points that we were having just as paddlers and, and water sportsmen. but um, when we saw a line bike pilot in Key Biscayne, in Key Biscayne, where I believe, was its first uh, public operation, we immediately saw the ability to take that technology, adapt it, and make it suitable for water sports.
0: I mean, you know, line bike, I mean, I think the main difference between paddle and line bike, I would say, is that you cannot leave your line bike. I mean, you, you cannot leave your paddle anywhere, which no, was, I remember, I remember, a big issue with line bike is that you could just, leave it wherever and that was that was a no-go for some residents but
1: no of course and (laughs) and we actually took that into consideration when developing everything and i mean we know that we operate sensitive marine environments and protected beachfronts uh and and just mean, you look at at our beaches and it's the turtle nesting grounds you have to make sure that everything that you have very clean orderly operation and in order to do that our boards come back to the station every time
0: so, so the inspiration for the way the technology works and how you guys run the business came from land bike, right? But why paddles?
1: Um, I think it's because of our passion. We wanted to get out of the water and we wanted to make a, a product that would solve the pain points that people currently have with large water, uh, water sport equipment, such as paddle boards and kayaks. But um, when looking at, at the equipment that exists in the market, We started with paddle boards because it's something that people have an easier time carrying and maneuvering, Uh, whereas a kayak, your standard kayak can be anywhere between 55 to 65 pounds, and that's just too heavy for most people to carry on their own.
0: So I I know you mentioned that you have a passion for for the ocean, for water sports, you know. So can you tell us a little more about the passion of, of why paddles, why the software, the technology, and the paddles?
1: Definitely. And it really comes from mine and my co-founder's love for the water. I mean, growing up on Kiwis Skane and doing everything that we did growing up on the water, whether it was fishing, diving, kayaking, paddle boarding, uh, just going out on the boat with the family, we, we always had a really strong passion for the water. And we saw paddle boards as a way to get people out on the water and have some of the same experiences. Um, so I myself, I mean, I, I use uh, paddle boarding to, to go fishing, to go lobstering, to um really just get out there uh done laps around the island with friends and uh, i mean just doing a circle around keep a on a paddleboard on a flat day there's no better experience you, you'll you hit the corner around bill Bags and you see the lighthouse amazing views it, it's truly a nice experience in that aspect but then the wildlife that you see I mean, we have herds of manatees that go back and forth on the beach you have harping that are constantly in the channel you'll see sharks you'll see turtles and it's just a really unbelievable experience, um, and being able to share that with others and make the sport really as accessible as we have is, is our way of really allowing people to experience that. Um, we've also just, uh, I guess, getting involved with the paddling community with Manny Rionda and Chico's Paddle Club. Chico's we Paddle see Club. a lot of, yeah. So we see a lot of people that really love it, and and seeing that passion and helping others get into the sport is also extremely helpful. Awesome. How long
0: would you say it takes to go around the key in a paddle?
1: Uh, We've done it in about three and a half hours. That's if you're paddling at a pretty decent pace.
0: Three and a half hours sounds about right. Uh,
1: Now I would recommend that anybody doing that, check the weather, make sure it's a flat day. The last thing you want to do is get caught downwind because you're going to end up hopping on a seawall and trying to find a way to walk the paddleboard home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember uh, my friend Juan Van Hartz and I, he um, he he owns a tutoring, G3 tutoring here in the key, and um, we kayaked around the yeah around the key, and it was like it's not like we kayaked on a regular right, and then and then we decided to go and do a lap around the key. It was more like a like a personal mutual dare thing, you know? Let's let's do it, <laughs> and it was it was quite the endeavor. We we ended up. We took four hours because we paused for thirty minutes by um by where the where the guy on the way out of the key where the guys uh, where the fishing boats come when they have this little station I forget the name yeah
1: yeah yeah by the charter boats
0: by the charter boats right there uh huh we we there was a little beach there on the entrance where the boats come in yeah. to unload and and we paused there for like a good thirty minutes and then it was tough it it was it was. <laughs> you
1: definitely feel it the next day.
0: (laughs) And then in the paddle you're, you're standing, how stable is, is the paddle situation?
1: So they're incredibly stable. I mean, our boards, we, we, when picking a board that we wanted to move forward with, we actually tested over 30 boards uh, from different manufacturers, different types. And, um, what we ended up finding was just the most stable lightest board that we could find. Um, when looking at quality of paddle boards, there's always kind of a trade-off between stability, durability, and, uh, and weight. Uh, So we found the best mix of what we could at that time. Now we're actually improving uh, and finding lighter boards with similar stability, similar durability, and just consistently improving our product.
0: That's awesome. I mean, it's, uh, I mentioned before, when we were on the phone, it's awesome to see how you have been growing. We'll, we'll, we'll tap into that a little bit later about your growth. Um, Before we do that, where is the paddle station in the key?
1: That's a, a great question. So um, our station is located just south of the Beach Club at the Key Biscayne Beach Park. Um, if you're facing the Beach Club from um, from the beach, it's just to the left. And if you're facing it uh, from the street, there's a little corner park that, uh, with a fob you can actually get in. Uh, that They give out at the community center.
0: That is true. If you are a Biscayne resident, you can send an email to the parks director and they will give you two fobs so you can have access to the park. Yep. Um, so walk me through the experience. I, I myself haven't used it. I walk through that park. I walk from my house, do a little lap there, all the way through Key Colony and back. So I see mm-hmm. people getting the paddles, but I've never used it. So can you walk me through an experience from from someone who hasn't done it?
1: Yeah, definitely. So if you don't have the app currently, uh, the best thing to do is download it beforehand yeah. and create yeah. your profile. I'm
0: gonna download it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's P A D L paddle. Yeah. Uh, the best thing to do is create a profile, have the credit card information, so when you show up, you don't have to do all that on site; it's just ready to go. And um, from there, either you can subscribe to a membership beforehand, or wait till you're going to check out. Uh, we have membership options as well as hourly payment options. So if you want to try it only for an hour, uh, pricing is currently at nineteen dollars an hour. Sorry. Exactly. With this. This. Not getting focused.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I got it, I got it, found
1: it. Um, But if you don't have the app beforehand, uh, we have a QR code on the station. You can scan the QR code and it'll direct you directly to the app store or Google Play to download it either on iOS and Android. Once you have your profile set up, um, all you have to do is find the station that you're at, whether it's keep a scan or one of our other locations and select one of the boards within the station at which point it's gonna prompt you uh, to unlock the board Uh, the phone will connect to to the board. And once it's connected, you can unlock it. Got it.
0: Okay, great. And then I can just, it's, I'm sure it's fairly easy to unlock it and then use it and put it back. Exactly. Awesome. So tell me about your growth. I know from our pre-podcast conversations that you guys have been growing super fast.
1: Yeah. So, um, at the end of last summer, we had two stations. Uh, since then we've launched another nine and this month alone, we'll be opening another 11 locations. Wow. So it's, it's been, it's been a wild ride. It's been amazing. Um, just working with, with different parties in the state. If you check out our other locations, what I really love is just the different environments that you get to experience. So if you paddle out of Key Biscayne, you have a beach lunch. Um, it, unbelievable in terms of what you can see on the wildlife but even if you drive up an hour north to Boynton beach our location there is in the intercoastal um in palm beach we have locations in juno beach and jupiter each one of these locations are intercoastal with different environments um and then once you get a little further north into clay county and lake butler it's a whole different world i mean you're you're paddling on the saint john's river uh, freshwater environment, there's lily pads everywhere, I mean, the backdrop of the scenery is just something that you want to film a movie in. It's, it, it's gorgeous. And being able to really share these different types of environments from beaches to intercoastal uh, areas to lakes to rivers, it's just uh, really an unbelievable experience to really see all these locations.
0: When would be a, a good time to paddle? Like. If I want the ultimate experience, checking the weather, as you mentioned, I need to check the weather to make sure it's a nice, you know, smooth. Definitely. So low wind wind is the best
1: day. Low wind day. And what is, what is low wind? Um, Anything below 10 10 miles an hour is good. Anything below seven miles an hour is great.
0: Okay. So below 10 miles is good, but below seven miles is great. And time of the day.
1: Um, I love the morning and sunrises and sunsets. Uh, with sunrise and sunset, you're going to get to see the most marine life. You're going mean, to, everything's just really active. Um, not to mention, just the sun coming up or going down provides a great backdrop.
0: Okay, so when you mean morning, it's like around. You want to be on the water around sunrise. You want the you want the sun to rise while you're on the water.
1: Um, I like to be able to see personally. So once you can see. <laughs> That's gonna
0: be the best time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, all right. So now we know. If we want to try paddling, we want to try to hit seven miles an hour winds or below, and either do sun up or sundown.
1: That's perfect. That's awesome. You'll have a great experience. Let's talk about popularity.
0: I am. I normally don't do a lot of water sports. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. But. <laughs> One thing I have noticed, because I do go out and I, I do walk by the beach all the time, I feel like, and in my personal friends, one of my roommates got a paddle once. So there's, it, I think it's growing in popularity,
1: paddling. No, um, most definitely. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll segue into this, but I mean, in the U.S. alone, um there's over 35 million annual participants in the sport. So it's, there's a ton of demand. A lot of people really want to get outside and on the water, and for the most part, they're just not able to. I mean, a lot of people experience bottling for the first time when they're on vacation. Um, but when they return home, they, they don't have the means to, to own, operate, store, transport this equipment That's I mean, is for the most part 10 feet long or more. I mean, it's pretty big. Um, yeah, it's, the, the equipment's massive. So it's just not something that you really want to store in your, in your apartment or anything like that. And by providing accessibility, not only do we really open up the sport to people who would ever I mean, otherwise not have taken part in it or continue to take part in it um, but we also create access just to a wide range of different environments uh, by doing that you show people that by getting out on the water you're able to see so many different areas I mean for example you look at Jupiter Burt Reynolds Park which is one of our locations if you show up to that park all you see is a lot of green space and a book you would otherwise not know that anything is there but the second you launch from from um, from the paddle from the paddle launch at the park you almost feel like you just jet set it into the keys you're surrounded by mangroves you're in very tiny narrow paths that are awesome to paddle through um, and you just have a ton of marine life up there
0: i mean i i can envision people like this uh, motivating travel across florida knowing that now you could do paddle somewhere else and you don't have to take your stuff you don't have to own a paddle board and you know that the paddle system is allowing you to access places like you said that normally you would not be able to have access to
1: yeah so we've actually found a few of our riders uh, that travel throughout the state and actually check out all of our locations and they've paddled in West, they've paddled in the keys they've paddled in palm beach and vero beach and even all the way up to clay county uh over by Jacksonville. so uh, we do have people that are are riding with us through the state and they're, they're going to keep checking out these very cool environments. Cool.
0: Have you personally gone to all the locations?
1: Because I have. A, I've paddled every single one.
0: <laughs> and you're co, you say you had one of your co-founders that makes this makes the stance, right?
1: Uh, yeah. So it's really all of us. We, we, we've been building these things since day one. And it's actually with all of our, our employees and everybody on the team. Um, one of the first things you do is build a station. One of the stations that, that are going out, so you learn every component, you learn how everything works, and you can really support customers on, on every angle. Talk to
0: me about your team. Co-founders is more than two, right?
1: Yeah, so our, who, uh, my who co-founders are they? is...
0: And what, how do you guys divide the responsibilities, and who are they?
1: So being a startup, we all wear many, many hats. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's in sales, everyone's in customer support, um, and, and it, it's nonstop. But when you really look at our key backgrounds, uh, my partner, Felipe Harga, he has a strong background in operations, uh, really assisting us as and having so many stations throughout the state. We have station partners at these locations that work with us, that act as our, our local brand ambassadors and boots on the ground. Um, so if somebody ever has an issue, one of the station partners will actually go and, and assist them on site. Um, in addition to that, they also really promote TADO and let people know that there's a new amenity in town. Um, my other partner, Khalil Corey, he is uh, probably the smartest guy in the room. So he, he's an uh, engineer, graduated from Colombia with, a, with a, an engineering degree, uh, a master's in engineering and specialization in robotics he's worked on uh on unmanned vehicles for boeing underwater vehicles so he when it came to waterproofing and the electronics that we put into the board um he was the right guy for the job and uh myself i come from the cruise industry my background is strategic planning finance um and now with pavo it's been a little bit of everything from fundraising to sales to um building and anything and that's how it is that is the
0: life that is the beautiful life of entrepreneurship where you yeah. are in the middle of 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 the mayhem and it's but it's good stuff it's good problems good situations you're targeting the pain points you're you're responding to to the demand yeah. of people using your stuff it's the fun part it's the beautiful part of growing your yeah. business
1: no and it, and we're at the most fun stage now when um, I mean, every day is a roller coaster, um, but in a good way. Every day, you're, you you think that your day starts off one way, but then the next minute, you're in Palm Beach, you're in the other side of the state, you're opening a new location, and it's just it's a beautiful experience.
0: Congratulations! Congrats as a, as an entrepreneur um, from the past and still at heart, and will eventually one day do <laughs> something. Congratulations because it's a beautiful place to be. So, and you have a great product here, and I'm glad that it's a QE startup. So <laughs> Can't go right.
1: no, thank you so much.
0: No, oh, my pleasure. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the structure of, you said that sales, right? So w- what does that mean?
1: So our sales is really broken up into two, into two different areas. Um, you have sales on new locations and really on the growth into new markets into new cities. And then also on a per location basis. So really looking at, um, I mean, the way that it starts is really speaking to customers as a step one. So at each location that we launch, we speak to customers, see how their ride was, see what they liked, what they didn't like, and use that as part of our growth strategy to provide the best product available. Um, the the major uh, driver of our growth is really people that are frequenting these parks, they see the boards, and they just uh, kind of out of curiosity, give it a try. and then Uh, what we've seen is that 67% of our customers actually ride again. So we have a really strong repeat rate. Uh, People love the convenience of the product. Um, Obviously, we've had some pain points along the way, uh, but we're constantly evolving, constantly solving, and constantly improving everything.
0: Awesome. And do you you have like a handful of business models or are they all like profit sharing with the location or the municipalities, because not, not every, not every location is a a municipal or the run area, or is it?
1: No. So we, we've partnered with municipalities as well as private partners such as hotels um, and and resorts. Uh, We're also now expanding into, into working with other concessions where uh, we're, we'll be launching for example, in Orlando this month with someone who is already an operator, but they don't want to manage the water support business anymore. And they're handing it off. And so it's under a revenue share agreement where we own and operate the equipment. But um, as we as we move forward and look into new markets, we will be uh, exploring a, a different model. Right. Really one where, where local operators can purchase the equipment and manage it.
0: I know that we're running out of time and I thank you for your time and, and sharing your story. I have one more question for you. What is your favorite part of Paddle?
1: So my favorite part just has to be Watching our riders get out on the water, being able to go to the beach, seeing people using it and having a great time with their families. There's, there's no more reporting experience than that. Um, it, it shows that all the work that we've put into this is, is, is really benefiting other people and allowing them to have a great experience. Um, we're very different than mobility. We're not trying to get you from point A to point B. We're really trying to get you out on the water and have a great time. And being able to see that there is, is really tough.
0: Beautiful. Hey, Andres, thank you so much for sharing your story. Again, congratulations on, on the startup here in QB. We're glad to have you and that we were your first. And, uh, you know, you can go with kind of like community.
1: Thank you so much, Alejandro. I really appreciate it.